0: Thanks for listening to this teaching from City of Life Church. Check out www.col.tv for more great teachings, service times, and information on upcoming events. Now, let's join the service already in progress. Founders Day, so welcome today. Let's get ready to, to jump in uh, to what we have for the day. I'm just going to go ahead and read you our text scripture for the day. It is found in Genesis 15, verses 14 through 17, it says the Lord said to Abram after Lot had parted from him, look around from where you are to the north and south, to the east and west, all the land that you see, I will give you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go walk through the length and the breadth of the land for I am giving it to you. I'm going to talk to you today about Founders Day. Father, thank you for your presence and your goodness. I pray for everyone that's watching online. I want to take this moment right now, God, to just speak peace, encouragement, strength over everyone that is watching today. Lord, if there are people who are struggling and need a a healing, a miracle in their body, Lord, I thank you that your name is Jehovah Rapha today. I thank you that you were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and with your stripes, we are healed. We speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you're watching, just agree in prayer. Say, in Jesus' name, healing. Just type that in there today. Say, in Jesus' name, healing. We speak healing over people that need miracles today. We speak boldness and courage for people, Lord, that may be struggling with fear, about uncertainty in the world right now. We thank you that you are our rock, God, today. And we pray that through this worship and this lifting of your name, Lord, that it builds strength in us, Lord, to be able to face life with confidence in who you are today. And I pray that in Jesus' name that this message would be an encouragement to everyone, that the history and the story of our church uh, here in Central Florida would bring hope to every single person that hears it, that we could celebrate together as a family. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody online, make sure that you blow up those likes today. Come on, say amen online. Type it. Blow up those likes. Share it. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, like and subscribe. We're building a really awesome group of people on YouTube that are watching. Never even broadcast live on YouTube till about a month or two ago. And, and now uh, that's a way a lot of people are watching. Uh, something that people like about YouTube is it's built into a lot of smart TVs. So I've got friends all over the place uh, in cities all over the country that turn on their TV, they pick up their remote, they go to the YouTube app, type in City of Life Church and live uh, at all of our service times, they're able to connect. So that's super cool. But make sure that you're you're liking and subscribed and you're also part of our email list uh, at TV. You can join that subscription uh, and we kind of let you know everything that we're doing. Uh, cool things are coming up, as you saw in the announcements. Got uh, social groups. Uh, that are coming up. We've got after parties after each service, uh, many different ways for you to connect and be involved here in our community. I love that. Uh, The reason I'm excited about that is because Founders Day is a special day to me. Why? Because my parents are the founders of this church. In 1986, the third Sunday in May in 1986, my parents came here to St. Cloud, Kissimmee, Florida, and started this church. And their story is uh, incredible. It's a truly awesome story uh, of, of perseverance and faithfulness uh, that, that even got them to this point. I'm going to get into detail with that in just a second. But first, I want to show you an interview that Amy and I did with mom and dad uh, just a few days ago on, on Zoom. And we talk about some of the points of Founders Day. And you get to hear a little bit about my parents' heart. First of all, can we just give a shout out? Just give, I don't know, if use a clap emoji or just put praise the Lord in the chats or whatever. Show some gratitude. Let's be thankful for Doctors Gary and Janice Smith and the vision that they have to love people. Laid everything on the line uh, so that we could be doing what we're doing. There's just simply no way uh, I could be standing here talking about all the things that we're doing right now uh, without visionaries that came in front that sowed that kind of seed. And that's really important for us to realize that principle. Can I tell you something today? I'm I'm not trying to give away the whole message, but you might be the one who's sowing the seed right now that future generations are going to look back and talk about your hard work when no one was looking at you. If you're here today and you're watching and you're going, but no one even sees what I'm doing. I'll tell you some stories about my parents later. Talk about being obscure Nobody knowing who you are. We'll get into that in just a second. But first, I want you to check out some of this awesome interview with the amazing... Uh, and I mean, I could brag on them all day. My parents have multiple doctoral degrees. Dad has a doctoral degree in divinity and theology, earned doctoral degrees. Mom has one in theology and a doctoral degree, a PhD in psychology. Uh, she's a decorated psychologist. Uh, Barry University put her on, on one of the lists of the most influential people that have graduated from there. And incre- incredible things that they have both done individually. Uh, but all of that, Came really as a result of their faithfulness of doing what God told them to do. Here, there's something for you today. Tune into this whole entire thing. Uh, we're going to land in an awesome place at the end of this service. I believe God has got something special for you. So check out this interview uh, with our founders from Pastor Amy and I and Doctors Gary and Janice Smith. Hey everybody! Happy Founders Day, uh, Pastor Jeffrey. Here, got my beautiful wife, uh, Pastor Amy. She's upstairs uh, on her own computer. We got uh our founders, uh Doctors Gary and Janice Smith, mom and dad, you're at home uh live with us, and hello, happy founders day. Hello, oh, thank you. I wish we could show everyone the uh, the behind the scenes footage of us actually trying to get on this call, the blooper reel. <laughs> uh, yeah. it was it was something. It took a long time. An hour. Uh, yeah, at least an hour. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was it was fun nonetheless. So here we are today. Um just wanna take a second here and talk about what Founder's Day is. If you're, if you're wondering why are we taking a segment of our service to celebrate Founder's Day, well, here would be my take on that. In the Bible, when God did amazing things in people's lives, when there was a powerful encounter uh, with God, whether it be Abraham or, or Noah or Jacob, uh, people, when they experienced that encounter, they would build an altar. And that altar was a reminder, it was a physical place where you could go back and look at that altar and remember what God had done. The story of of mom and dad, starting City of Life Church in 1986, St. Cloud, Florida, uh, celebrating that in the third week of May, for us is an altar of sorts. And what that means is every time we look back at this date, we remember God's faithfulness. Yes. We came out of a denomination where Both of your parents and your grandparents were in that denomination. Uh, A lot of great people from that denomination, but it really did not lend itself to the kind of church um, that you had in your heart to build. And so that was the reason uh, for you starting the church in 1986 so you could minister dignity, hope, and esteem to all people. So mom and dad, I just wanna give you a quick second here to, to address everyone and say hello in uh, AIM, obviously feel free to jump in at any time, but what would you say now is different about the way we're doing ministry today as City of Life 34 years in, and what would you say is the same similarities and differences uh, in City of Life in 1986, City of Life 2020? Well, I think the foundation that we built on is the same theologically, we believe what we've always believed and our faith is in god and in his word the two eternal realities but so much has changed technology has changed the way uh
1: we do church has changed methodology methodology has changed would you would you agree with that i would especially the way we do church i mean we had a an orchestra that we hired a band every week and right. they wore tuxedos and looking back at that but in the very beginning we still had like some uh you know some worship that was broken down with guitars remember jeff with angelo balestero and some of those days i mean it was kind of similar to yeah. what it is now and that way similar but then it was very different as well and we just tried to move as the times moved we tried to move forward and and, and Jeff and Amy came right on time, right at the right exactly. moment, and just exploded with their vision, with their talents, their abilities. And uh, Amy was just a little girl. Mm-hmm. She right on the back of a school picture uh, and said, Love, Amy. And I have a school picture uh, from uh, when she was just a little girl, and they came to our church, and God sent them to us. And that was so beautiful. Absolutely.
0: Well, Amy, your family came when you were five years old, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Or six six years old. Yeah. Wow, that's,
1: that's, yeah,
0: yeah, that's unbelievable. I mean, that kind of uh, leads me to the question that I asked about what's the same, what's different. One of the things that is the same that I'm very grateful for uh, is from day one, mom and dad, you guys always reached out to people and gave Mm -hmm. space for people who had been discarded by other people Mm -hmm. uh, who had, who had been told that. I don't know whether it's because back in the day, denominations, a lot of people told people if you were divorced or if you had made certain mistakes in your life that you were no longer fit to be a part of ministry. I, I appreciate from those early days that you guys reached out and loved people and gave them a place to belong before they even believed. And aim your family, uh, yeah. your mom was a single mom. Yeah. And what, what, what's your take on how that's similar now to how it was back then and how that affected you?
1: Well, we my mom, you know, had me at a young age, then she was a widow at a young age, and then that kind of got her on a path where she ended up in some dysfunctional relationships and she was hurting and looking for a place to
0: mend her broken heart. And mm-hmm. the moment we walked into the doors of what was at the time, I think it was what was it, Faith Christian Fellowship?
1: Or it could have been yeah. life. Yes. Or uh, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but I just remember that she knew that that was a place that she felt loved, and she could find community and find mm-hmm. healing. And
0: I just, I'm thankful for that. That you both welcomed our family with open arms. So it changed my life too, because I met.
1: well you know, I think it still keeps changing your life, and I feel like that's where Prism, the whole single yeah. ministry surely came out of your fulfilled need that you had as a young child, seeing how a church would embrace a single mom. And you guys have just done things that have gotten uh, attention from all over the globe with regards to Prism and how you operate that. And I, I love that.
0: Well, I appreciate so much. One of the things about Founders Day gets me, you know, sentimental thinking about how you guys have always made space for people, to be used of God when they're not perfect. I'm the I'm the number one example of that. I mean, week one of launching uh, the church, I showed up to church 13 years old with a black eye on the first day. I had been drunk and in a fist fight with a junior in high school the night before. I snuck out. You didn't even know, and uh, I, I showed up. So from day one. Uh, n- never at any time in my life did you guys make me feel like I was disqualified uh, because of my shortcomings. Yeah. And hopefully that has been something that Amy and I have taken and uh, that we're, we're continuing. And I love the idea that of, of, of multi-generational ministry. You've always talked about that, that it's really not about the Smith family. Uh, that's not what multi-generational means to you. You raised your kids to think ministry-wise in every possible way, whether that's in the business arena or the, the, the church world. But what I love about multi-generational is when I look at people like uh, you know Justin and Amanda McNeil, who um, are, are, is like a son to me, like a son to you. Uh, and we see Kai and, and literally multi-generational in the sense of generations. I mean, Justin went to K through 12 at City of Life Christian Academy now has gone to college and got a doctoral degree and is a part of our team. So multi-generational ministry means we wanna keep doing this to see families and and future generations that are able to say, I'm planted in the same place my parents were and we're continuing to be faithful. So Thank you for making room for people um, that are not perfect. And thank you for making room for people that don't have our last name, uh, but we've all been adopted into the same family and yeah, we've, we've yeah. all got uh, an incredible destiny we can change the world together also i think it's worth saying too when you look on this screen a lot of white faces on this screen smith it's a pretty white name but what i love <laughs> about our church is we don't really have a simply white church when we came into town uh 34 years ago it, it, the demographics have changed in our uh city okay. i love now when you show up a city of life you don't know who you're going to be sitting next to mm-hmm. they might uh, be from Puerto Rico, DR, uh, the Caribbean, South America. Oh, yeah. They might be uh, African American from the islands or who knows yeah. from 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 we got a lot of Europeans in our church, people from Africa, Asia. It's it's just a it, it's pretty special to when 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 you're when the principles that you build your your ministry on are not just biblical as dad stated earlier but ministering dignity, hope, and esteem to all people, no matter who they are. Uh, Sometimes it shocks you when you look back down the road at how far God has brought you in the world that he's opened you up to. So I'm really grateful uh, for both of you. To me, Founders Day is about the founders. It's about the people who,
1: uh,
0: who took that risk and took that leap of faith. Thank you for loving this city. Thank you for showing up every week. Uh, thank you for caring about people and investing the time and the prayers and the heart and the soul and the money, the mm-hmm. dollars uh, in the years that no one saw. You put your life savings to just pay for the, the first week of or the first month of, of rent. You had nothing left. You went all in. Yeah. people, And uh, we're seeing the harvest of that now, 34 years down the road. So we love you and thank you so much for that. Nothing. So we love you all right well happy founders day everybody uh we look forward to um just celebrating with you for the rest of the day and god bless you i'll bless you too bye
1: love you. love you love you
0: oh wait i forgot to press record let's do that one more time Okay. <Bye>. Hey, let's, let's give it up for, uh, for our founders, Drs. Gary and Janice Smith. Amazing, amazing. We love you so much, Mom and Dad. Thank you again, uh, as I said right there, for going all in. And if you wonder, maybe you're watching today and say, well, what does this have to do with me? What it has to do with is that you're watching. And there's a story of God's faithfulness behind any good thing you see. And it is a good thing uh, that City of Life Church has been in this city for 34 years. It's a very good thing. Uh, any, you know, that's why when you look at this thing that we're going through right now, that's why it's a very personal thing for me to be standing in an empty sanctuary uh, that my parents built uh, years ago. That's why it's a very personal thing uh, to be choosing for the safety of, of our community and our church. Uh, to approach getting back together in a very methodical way in order that we can meet the needs of people and continue the vision that my parents started. That's why it's a tough decision. Sure, there's parts of me that didn't want to even stop to begin with. But at the same time, I've got to carry on the vision that my parents started and be faithful with every little thing that God has put in front of me. And when when they went all in, the all in commitment was a commitment to be here. That's why any other Sunday before this thing started that you ever showed up on a Sunday right here, except for one Sunday with a Category 5 hurricane for 34 years, you would find mom and dad right here. Faithful. Are we the biggest church around? No. But are we the most faithful church around here? Uh, I'll go yes on that. In in that, I know there's churches that've been here longer than us, but I'll say that we're faithful because we've since we've come here, we've continued to minister dignity and hope and esteem to whoever walks through those doors. That's why it's important and significant for you because of the story, because of the history. And I think that when you fail to celebrate something like Founder's Day, you're missing moments to you're missing moments that you should be remembering to help you get where you're going. I mentioned in that video, altars, that in the Bible, when God did something huge, they would build an altar and it would be a literal physical memorial. When you walked by, you would say, that's where God did this. You would see it and you would make pilgrimages to those altars to remember what God did. That's why there are holidays that commemorate and celebrate particular things that happened. Passover was the spring holiday that commemorated the passing over of the angel of death. That's why it went directly into the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And from the Feast of Unleavened Bread, you went to the Feast of First Fruits. And then from the Feast of First Fruits, you went into Pentecost. And then in the fall, you had the Feast of Trumpets. And then after the Feast of Trumpets, you had the Feast of Atonement. Then after Atonement, you had the Feast of Tabernacles. All of those things are principles that on a regular basis with a rhythm in your year, you celebrate important things that God has done. So today, as we're celebrating Founders Day, I just want to tell you some information. By the way, I was supposed to be in the middle of principal photography, making my first feature length motion picture, directing it in Atlanta, I was supposed to start on April the 20th. It has been postponed to September. We still got all kinds of great things going on. I can't wait. It's going to happen in Jesus' name. But if you don't know my parents' story, you say, "Well, what, you know, these people—they got this big church, and they just came here and just so lucky." No, no. My my great grandparents were devastated in the Great Depression. One of them, my, my, uh, on my dad's side, my great-grandfather was a junk trader. He, ha- he, he literally traded junk to put food on the table. My grandpa's dad was a sharecropper. If you don't know what that is, it it pretty much means that whoever owned the land let people work on the land and they took their part of the cut, but let you live on their property for working. So, I mean, you're talking some of the most extreme poverty imaginable. On my mom's side, both sets of grandparents were coal miners lived in these literal coal mining cities in Sayre, Alabama towns that the miners built that had their own. They, they, even used, they didn't even use dollars. I wish I could remember the name for the currency. There's an actual currency that they used in the camps to pay for stuff at the local store. Poverty on a level that is difficult for us to imagine. So we're talking, my parents, but what they shared in common is both of them had a love for Jesus and both of them felt called to do something great for God. Now, you're to have to watch the movie Southern Gospel to find out the whole story. But I will tell you this, that my mom and my dad were faithful through the years. They kind of had some, it came to a point where they, they needed to leave the denomination they were in. It just wasn't working. It's the denomination that my great-grandparents were in. And it just wasn't the right fit for them in terms of the kind of ministry that they felt like they uh, were called to. And they needed to leave. And so when they left, it wasn't as easy as they thought uh, because they had this dream of preaching the gospel to whoever would listen. And they didn't have to dress a certain way. They they, they could have tattoos. They could be divorced. They could have all these things that you couldn't have in, in the system they came out of. This is the kind of church they wanted to start. So when they moved to Florida, and why Florida? Well, my dad just said, why not? You know, I like Mickey Mouse. Let's go. Uh, it, it, they came down to... It was either, either going to be... Feet, City of Life was either going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, or Orlando, Florida. My parents went and toured both places, liked them, had no, just were, felt like God was calling them to go somewhere. I'm grateful they came here. And uh, so when, when they came here, there was a couple of years there where they didn't know how to do anything but ministry. So my dad was... Uh, my dad sold cars, uh, used cars. Uh, he sold coffins. Okay, look at someone next to you and say get it. You know, sometimes you just got to go get it. You know, you just got to make it happen. My dad had out his our middle name is Allen, Allen's Carpet Cleaning Service, and my grandma would get on the phone. I remember she's from Birmingham and when we had Allen's Carpet Cleaning Service, I would be there with her sometimes when she would cold call people from Alabama to Florida, pay the long distance, cold call people from the phone book to get my dad jobs. She would go, hi, my name's Edith with Allen's Carpet Cleaning Service. Would you like us to come clean your carpet for $49.95? <laughs> That's a true story. Look at someone next to you say, get it. Come on, this, this, this is the kind of grunt. Why? Was my dad trying to become this wealthy entrepreneur through carpet cleaning or selling coffins? No, but I will tell you this, no matter what he did, he always excelled his dream. And their dream together was to start this church. They worked in nightclubs playing music. They were worship leaders. They didn't even know any pop music at that time. When my dad got radically saved in 1969, he was in a rock and roll band. And he got thrown in jail, was facing 25 years in the penitentiary for pushing drugs, gave his heart to Jesus. The judge miraculously dropped the charges on the condition that he would go speak in the state of Alabama about the dangers of drug and alcohol. He started preaching And sharing his testimony in gymnasiums to high school gymnasiums, former rock and roll star, talks about drugs and alcohol. But because he had been so radically transformed by Jesus, he would talk about drugs and alcohol, give an altar call, and 250, 300 kids would get saved in gyms. That's right near the time that he married my mom, and they went in full-time evangelism and traveled over 300 nights a year for eight years. All of that was building up to this moment where they were down here in Florida, working in a nightclub, playing music in nightclub. By the way, people would get saved all over the place at the nightclub. The people that worked there, the people that owned it, they would come up and say, what is it about you? And some of the people that came to our church in the early days, on on day one when we started, are people that they met in the nightclub. So when we started this church in 1986, it was a fulfillment of a dream. And I have, you know, my, my, uh, the story, the way, the way it really goes is right before this happened, my dad also had a job working on the railroad and he was trying to put food on the table, trying to save money so we could start our own church someday. And he was literally driving spikes in the railroad, took a break, was sitting there uh, in the middle of where, what he thought was nowhere. Uh, he was also working in the nightclub, doing all these things to make ends meet. Look at someone next to you and say, get it. Come on, you got, you got to work sometimes. You got to, you got to grind sometimes. And sitting there while on a lunch break in the middle of nowhere, dad said he felt the Lord say in his spirit, get up and look out there. That's why my text scripture was Genesis 15. I think it's very similar to what God said to Abraham. Here in Abraham, it says, look around from where you are, north, south, east and west. All the land you see, I'll give you and your offspring forever. God literally told my dad in the middle of nowhere, look out that way. Whatever you see, I'm going to give you. My dad didn't even know where he was. They used to work out there on the railroad, the stuff called creosote the, that you put the spikes in with. He'd come home and his skin would be all eaten up and, with this stuff. And, and it was just a draining kind of uh, grueling sort of work to put food on the table. But he comes home that day and says, baby, to my mom, God just showed me where our future is going to be. He had to ask the foreman, what is all that? And the guy said, well, it's, that's, that's Kissimmee. And my dad never really heard of Kissimmee. And we found out recently that my dad took me to the spot where he was when God showed him all that, you know, where it was, it's in modern day, what's called Lake Nona. They were building that railroad and God told him to look this way toward St. Cloud Kissimmee. And it's been so incredible that my parents have been faithful throughout the years and uh, today, is a day that we truly honor them. Did you know that in the ministry they had, the soul searchers where they traveled for eight years, that they saw over 61,000 salvations in their ministry? This, this is in the 70s, in the 1970s. Did you know that in my dad's high school and college campaigns that he did, they saw over 20,000 salvations? Did you know that over the years at City of Life, when we tallied all of the people that had made commitments and decisions, decisions for Jesus, that it's over 150,000 people that have made commitments to Jesus Christ through that time period. Did you know that in blink alone, it's been over 58,000 salvations through blink. Did you know that when you total up all of those salvations throughout the years, that's over a third of a million people that have committed their lives to Jesus Christ because of faithfulness, 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 Look at somebody next to you, say, be faithful. Come on, put your hand on your heart and say, be faithful. Be faithful in the seasons when no one is watching. Be excellent in all the things you do. In the early days when we started this thing, my parents were so excellent with what they did. They had state-of-the-art everything. And they would work so hard to make sure that everything, my dad said, this is a ministry of excellence. He would always say that it's a ministry of excellence. So you know what? You can't control how big it is what you do. You can't control how well received it is, but what you can control is making sure that you're doing it the best that you possibly can do. And we are so grateful to be standing on the shoulders of absolute legends. You know, my parents truly legends. Why? Because day one, they said, the kingdom of God is a non-judgmental society that ministers dignity and esteem to all people. And you know what I see today when I look at the faces of City of Life, when I look at the Hallelujah wall, normally each week, not up there this week, but when we see the Hallelujah wall or I look out in this incredible auditorium every week and I see these beautiful faces, what do I see? I see dignity, I see esteem, I see hope. I see life. Man, it's a wonderful thing. So we, why, why bring me in on this, Pastor Jeff? Why preach on Founders Day? Because I want you to be encouraged today that not only do you get to be grafted into something and the favor that God put on their life is on your life because you're a part of it, but also you're sowing some seed in your life right now. You may be sitting out there on the railroad right now looking down at your hands and your hands are all burnt up. And You're going, what is my life amounting to? Just keep working. You keep working because you never know when that voice is going to say, look up. Everything you see, I'm going to give you. You know, I mean, a lot of people, their, their whole thing is you look out there at all this stuff and say, what is that? That's Kissimmee. Well, God just told me he was going to give it to me. Well, who would want it? A lot of people would have that idea. I mean, you know, this this town barely even had a Walmart when we came here. I think it had a, I don't, it had, it had a Wendy's, a Burger King, It wasn't even a super Walmart either. I don't even think there was a super Walmart back. It was a tiny little Walmart. And so some ideas would be, well, who would want it? But man, if you're faithful, if you are just faithful to what God calls you to do, God is going to bless you. 1 Corinthians 4, 1 and 2 says, So then you must perceive us not as leaders of factions, but as servants of the anointed one, those who have been entrusted with God's mysteries. He's talking about leaders and apostles. He says the most important quality of one entrusted with such secrets is that they are faithful and trustworthy. So what can you control in your life today that you're going through? Your faithfulness. Be faithful to God and what he has entrusted you with. And I promise you, Luke, 10, Luke 16, 10 says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And every juncture of our founders' lives that they went through, whatever they did, they did it with absolute excellence. And I wanna make sure that I continue on in that legacy and that we, uh, as the people who have been blessed by our founders, Continue to be inspired by that example. Live your life with excellence right now in, in whatever God has given you. Live it in complete excellence and let's get excited about the next level of what God is going to do at City of Life Church. There will be a time here soon where we're going to open up and we're going to begin to meet together. I'm not sure what the timetable is right now, but I do know that it's going to happen. And I do believe also that we're going to see some incredible new things online, new ways to connect with people all over the world. This whole season, while, while you may look at it, at what it has kept you from, maybe you should start looking at it in a way as what it has led you to. What thing, how have you connected with God in this season in ways that you haven't before? What, is exposed, what has it exposed about your fears or your shortcomings or your wants or your needs that you never knew before but you know now? See, I believe God is going to use this season in city of life to launch us into something truly incredible. You know, last year uh, we were at Heart for the House and Vision Sunday. I kind of released some of the things and just put out there the atmosphere, what God had been speaking to us about advance and defend that he was calling us to two, two things as a church to defend what he's already given us and to advance into new areas. Could anything be more accurate than what we're doing right now? We're defending what God has given us for 34 years, but we're advancing into arenas that we've never been in before. So this is a new season for us. It's a new season for you. And I just wanted to encourage you today on Founders Day, we get to celebrate this awesome anniversary today of God's faithfulness using people who did not have a ton to offer from the outside, did not come from wealth, did not come from influence at all. They're just people that were faithful. Just be faithful to what God has given you today. and You will be amazed when you turn around and see what God's hand will do on the life of someone that has been faithful. You know what, The the thing I'm the most proud about about my parents is that they've always preached Jesus. They've always talked so openly about Jesus and you know that's what we do at City of Life our our whole message is to make the hope of Jesus known so today if you're watching and you don't know Jesus I want to give you the opportunity to know him right now and I want to tell you right now that he loves you more than you could ever imagine more than you could ever know I think we spend a lot of our lives running from him because we think he's so upset with us instead of running to him because we fail to realize how much he longs for us to just be in his arms today. So why don't we stop running from him today and run to him today? God's plan of salvation is Jesus. So if you don't know the Lord today, I wanna invite you right now to meet Jesus right where you are. And I wanna ask you right now, if you're listening to my voice and you need Jesus to become the Lord and Savior of your life, to just close your eyes, to lift up your hands right where you are and to pray this prayer with me. Say, I ask you, Lord Jesus, ask you, Lord Jesus to forgive me of my sins. My sins. I'm, turning life, I'm turning away from the old life, walking into a brand new life, brand new life with you. With you. I, will never be the same. I will never be the same. I believe that you bought me you and bought me you purchased me with you your blood. So I can have eternal life. It begins today. It begins today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Happy Founders Day. Thank you once again, Doctors Gary and Janice Smith. Thank you so much, City of Life family, for celebrating with us today. Tell somebody, Happy Founders Day on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on Twitter on YouTube, in the chat rooms. Tell somebody Happy Founders Day. Then write something. Say, I'm excited to be part of a church that's been here for 34 years ministering dignity and hope. Let's celebrate. Let's have some church pride today and and be thankful for what God has done in us. And if he's done it up to this point, there's no reason to indicate that he's going to stop. He's not. He's going to keep doing great things in the future. This concludes the teaching. If you'd like to support what God is doing here at City of Life, click on the Give button at www.col.tv or text a dollar amount to the number 855-997-6900. We hope you'll join us again.